Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Monday. Welcome to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Man, what a great way to start off the week on uh, just about, I don't know, a couple hours after seeing Brett Kavanaugh sworn in as the 114th Justice for the U.S. Supreme Court. A lot of lessons to be learned from what went down last week and a whole lot of fights to be had, at least I hope. And I'm looking forward to hear from you all on this topic. 888-344-1170 if you would like to chime in on the show. Uh, you can also follow me on Facebook. The conversation is rolling there and on Twitter. And then, of course, I couldn't be doing this show this week or any day or any week without the man, the myth, the legend. Who knows what he was doing this weekend? It's DJ Carrot Sticks. DJ Carrot Sticks. I love this country. There's a lot of winning going on. Your Saints are winning. America's winning. Your Tigers, not so much. You had to go there, didn't you? We was winning. We was having a good season at a BR until this, until uh, I think it was, the, was it the Florida Gators that came to town into Death Valley with that? <laughs> Y'all ain't going to bring me down tonight. No, you're not. I'm super excited about the winning. It, it, I will say that there is an asterisk on it because if you saw the picture that I posted of Brett Kavanaugh and his family and the behind the scenes uh, swearing in that took place on Saturday afternoon, the, while it was a precious moment, the faces were strained of the family. And I did not know when I posted that picture that there were hordes, hordes of protesters, women, mind you, literally banging on the door while his daughters were inside trying to get in and to stop what was happening. So as, as much of, of a lesson that Brett Kavanaugh gave us, as well as others, in terms of fighting and never giving in, he said, You're, you gave it your all. You did everything you could to get rid of me, but I'm not going to give up. I'm not going to give in. Threats to my family will not make me quit. He said, you may defeat me in the end, in the final vote, but you will not get me to give up. And he didn't. He showed us all that persistence beats resistance. A lot of people talked about Susan Collins' speech, and some people said that that's what put them over, uh, put him over. I disagreed, and while I gave her my hero of the week because I thought that, that uh, her speech was absolutely incredible, uh, of course, there were some elements in it that I disagreed with, and I've been a very vocal critic of Susan Collins. Uh, her speech was really important to the confirmation battle, to the fight. Uh, Rush Limbaugh said today the votes would have come down the same way. I, I don't know uh, uh, if that's true or not. We we can't really know that. But what I do think that her speech was absolutely important, if for nothing else, than to reunify the Republicans. I think that uh, President Trump really turned the tides towards Kavanaugh, but it was Kavanaugh himself. One of the things that I did this weekend was I re-listened to Kavanaugh's speech that he gave in response after 10 days of he and his family being put through hell. And that's really what Susan Collins said turned her around. That man showed fight. He said, you're not going to get rid of me. Ford was never supposed to testify because he was supposed to crumble. And he showed 
they underestimated him. They thought that, that because this is a man that's dedicated his life to other people through charity and through feeding the homeless people and et cetera, et cetera, that he was going to cave and he didn't. Now we've got to ask ourselves, since uh, Kavanaugh showed that he had the right amount to fight to stay in it and he was not going to allow the forces of evil and the political assassinations – uh, the assassination attempt to go forward. I considered Ford to be La Femme Nikita. I don't know who remembers uh, that uh, movie, La Femme Nikita, uh, but that to me is what Ford was. We saw a, a, a new fight on behalf of many key Republicans that we had not seen before. I didn't think they went far enough, but I got to give them credit where credit's due. That's McConnell and Grassley, among others. Man, uh, Graham came out. He's like the OG, man. He's like the Snoop Dogg of the Senate now with the way he came out. But I think that we've got to discuss, and I'm curious to hear from you guys, as to how we go forward with the fight. Because Grassley and McConnell, you know, were like uh, tipping, you know, tipping their hand that really when asked about whether or not there would be investigations and whether or not anybody would be held accountable for this, they were basically like, well, you know, we've been through rough patches before in the Senate and – you know, Feinstein's a good gal, and, you know, we've got some other things that we need to work on together, and maybe we need to, you know, revisit being bipartisan. Uh-uh. If there's one thing, talk about lessons learned. What did we see happen in this country? Kavanaugh was sworn in, but he will go to his grave being considered by millions of Americans as being not just a rapist, but a gang rapist on the basis of nothing. On the basis of no evidence whatsoever. He may never teach again. He may never coach again. His daughter's lives will never be the same again. And why? Because of politics. On top of it, Ford, who was never supposed to testify, was lawyered up by Diane Feinstein with Clinton and Obama attorneys immediately. We have a right in, as, as citizens... To have an investigation done, an investigation of Feinstein, the Democrats, the collusion between Feinstein, the Democrats, Ford and her attorneys, as well as this McLean woman. There are questions as to whether or not she actually wrote the letter for Ford. There's clearly perjury implications here for Ford. And we, one of the reasons why President Trump was elected was for accountability. That we wanted to see people held accountable for their corruption and their deep state. And for me, there's very little daylight. Between the tactics that were used here as part of the political assassination against Kavanaugh and the political assassination through the deep state corruption and and FBI and DOJ against President Trump in terms of what was done there in the illegal spying efforts during the election – what this that was meant to interfere with an election. What happened here with Kavanaugh was meant to interfere with our confirmation process, our system of government. They don't want to accept it. They want to control it by any means necessary. They, they prefer, the Democrats prefer controlling it behind the scenes, under the dark of night, without anybody knowing what they're doing, and literally controlling this, this government in the most toxic, insidious, disgusting manner. And that is the politics of personal destruction through the force of the U.S. government. And that is not what's supposed to be happening in the United States of America. That's the kind of stuff that's supposed to be, that happens in Cuba, North Korea. The USSR, it's not supposed to be happening in this country. So there really needs to be an investigation. And we need to make sure that we let the Republican Party know that we expect them to do that because they're all talking about the midterms going forward. And we need to make sure as Republicans, 
one of the things McConnell said was he said that he was kind of glad this happened. It made, made the hair in the back of my neck stand up a little bit because I don't, I'm not glad this happened. Did it give the Republican Party something to unify around and unify against the Democrats? Because as, as Graham said, he said, boy, y'all want power really bad, and I hope to God you never get it, and I hope America sees through the sham. They cannot be rewarded with anything or any power whatsoever, and that includes bipartisanship. But I'm not glad that it happened because a man's life was destroyed, and people should be held accountable for that. On top of it, as I talked about before, uh, I think it was Friday, reports have come out that while all that was happening, a former FBI top official spoke to congressional leaders behind the scenes, and he revealed that the FBI, that a top lawyer for the, for the DNC met with a top lawyer of the FBI, even before those FISA warrants were ever signed, they all knew it was political. They all knew that basically the Democrat Party, because Hillary Clinton had hijacked the DNC, that Hillary Clinton paid for a, a warrant to spy on her, her opposition. And then, the, of course, that was then going to be the setup if it didn't win, if they were not able to affect the outcome of the election through illegal means and through the force of the U.S. government, that they would then have an insurance policy with which to overturn the outcome of it. This makes Watergate look like, I said on One American News tonight, makes Watergate look like Pac-Man compared to Minecraft. I don't know, DJ Carrot Sticks, do I have a proper... Like analogy there in terms of my video games? I, I'm getting kind of old myself. I, I'm not too familiar with Minecraft. I don't know. But seriously. Young this, caller, uh, young listener, call in. Tell Andrea. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Now we're going to shift gears. We're Not shift gears, but we're going to take a little break. I still want to hear from you guys. 888-344-1170. What are your thoughts in terms of where we go forward from here? Uh, Tom DeBacaro posted, you know, he's a friend of the show. He posted on Sunday where we need to go from here as being positive compared to the Democrats negative. I'm saying we need to fight fire with fire. We need to support Trump. Trump doesn't back down. We need we need to have gladiators in the Trump administration. We need to Republican voters need to think like gladiators. And I tell you who's a gladiatress, I guess, is Katie Grimes. Is there such a thing as gladiator dress? I don't know. She's going to be here to talk about this and more when we get back, including the Democrats' Ten Commandments. Oh, gosh. What do you hear this? You're going to want to fight when you hear this. Stay tuned. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K, spelled K-A-Y-E. You don't know what you don't know. Your assets don't have to be paid off to need an estate plan. Andrea Kay here. Recently recognized top San Diego attorney Rod Hatley is honest, fair, caring, and has helped so many of my friends. It's in Rod's heart to help others avoid what he experienced firsthand, a costly, devastating seven-year probate after his father's death. Don't let your assets, paid off or not, go to probate. For your free consultation, contact Rod through his website, HatleyLawGroup.com. That's H-A-T-L-E-Y LawGroup.com. HatleyLawGroup.com. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are, for students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Buy your copy or register for our next conference at bobwalters.net. FM 96.1 North County, AM 1170 San Diego. The answer. 
You watch videos online. Your kids watch videos online. You watch videos of cute animals watching videos online. Your kids watch videos of other people playing video games online. How about watching videos on a new Apple iPod Pro along with an Apple Pencil? Simply record a video on how the answer San Diego has made a direct and positive impact on your life, and you could win a brand new Apple iPad Pro with an Apple Pencil. Deadline to share your story is October 23rd, so do it today. Visit TheAnswerSanDiego.com keyword story for all the details. That's TheAnswerSanDiego.com keyword story. You know we're on FM 96.1 in North County and AM 1170 in San Diego, but how'd we do it? Here's our chief engineer to tell you how we made it happen. Actually, getting the signal up there isn't that difficult because of the Nautel VS300 transmitter, and then at the translator side, it's decoded up to two four-element crossed. Well, however we made the rotating rotator rotate, it works. And you can now hear the answer San Diego on FM 96.1 in North County and AM 1170 in San Diego. And it's just as simple as that. People who consistently do what's right can be hard to find these days. Larry Elder here, the sage from South Central, with my good friend Aaron, founder of California Deluxe Windows. Aaron, you represent this ethic. That's why I've recommended you to my friends, and they love the work you've done for them. Thank you, Larry. Coming from you, it really means a lot. You are one of the smartest people I know. So, friends, if you are looking for new windows and doors, take Larry's sage advice and call California Deluxe Windows. We'll take great care of of you, just like we did Larry's friends and family. Thanks, buddy. For the highest quality custom windows and doors made right here for you, call Aaron at California Deluxe Windows. Ask about getting 20% off your entire order and one year of interest-free financing. That's California Deluxe Windows, 888-NEW-WINDOWS. 888-NEW-WINDOWS. He will indeed say, Your house can be covered with potato chips, and we wouldn't crack one. CSLB number 774518. Some restrictions apply. Don't you wish you could choose your own monthly mortgage payments? If you're 62 years or older and have sufficient equity or own your home free and clear, a reverse mortgage loan may be the most powerful tool for your financial planning. With your current mortgage, in case of any emergencies or business opportunities, you may not be in the best financial position to make a move. With a reverse mortgage, eliminate your mortgage payments and receive cash or a large line of credit. With a bigger down payment, you can even purchase a home with a reverse mortgage, which is much easier to qualify for since there are no mortgage payments. Sometimes you can even qualify with just your social security income. To learn more, visit our website at aramco.biz where you can ask questions, request more information, or sign up for our next workshop. Call Aramco at 866-600-1130. That's 866-600-1130 or visit aramco.biz. Aramco. Purchase, refinance, reverse. DRE 01853626 and MLS 27716. Not all borrowers qualify. FM. 96.1 AM 1170, The Answer. You're listening to somebody who tells it like it is. Andrea Kay on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay show. I do tell it like it is. I tend to upset people sometimes, but you know what? I don't suffer too much from that. Uh, You know, I learned a long time ago that I just, I don't, I don't advocate for party or Paul. I advocate for ideas. I don't get emotional attachments to government officials. I believe that uh, they are supposed to truly be servants of uh, this country and of the taxpayers and that there should be nobody with uh, with the pr- protection, the shield that they're above uh, critique. And part of it's just because I come from corporate America and that's what we did all day long. We would go out with, on teams and we would critique each other. So, you know, I don't understand. A lot of people got upset at me because of an article I posted about Ivanka Trump today and they were upset, you know, that that I criticized her. Some people were just cool and just said, hey, I disagree with this. 
Um, but, you know, um, I, I don't think that there should be anybody who's collecting a paycheck in our government that is above criticism of some sort. Uh, before the break, I was talking about fighters and gladiators. And thanks to DJ Carrot Sticks, I do have the term for my next guest. She is a gladiatrix. It is Katie Grimes. Hey, Katie, welcome back to the Andrea K Show. Hey, Andrea. I love that term. Yeah. You, do you embrace your gladiatrixness? Oh, I do. I identify as a gladiatrix. Yes, I love it. Well, you know what? <laughs> I, I'm glad that you do because you remind me so much of me. Even you've been on my show a million times. We've never really met in person, but I, I feel I safe. Know. Yeah, I feel safe to say, Katie, that you know, no matter what happens, I, I don't see you ever screaming and crying and carrying on and falling into a heap because things didn't exactly go your way. I mean, some of these videos that I saw this weekend with these women, it's like we would all be given parents the side eye if a six-year-old was behaving that way for a candy bar in a grocery store, right? Yes, and um, I have pointed out that I don't even think it's physically possible for me to contort my face into that ugly of an expression. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah, in fact, our parents probably would have said, you know, your face could freeze like that. Exactly, and I still believe it, so I'm not going there. Well, the thing is, we can laugh. Um, in fact, there's a really good yeah. meme going around where it's like it's a picture of uh, the the actor from the movie 300 on the top, and then a baby crying on the bottom, and the caption says, <laughs> you know, the top is how the protesters see themselves, and the bottom is how we see them, and we're laughing yes. at them. But as a woman-to-woman, one of the reasons why I wanted you on the show tonight was talk about this new wave, new wave feminism because I am disturbed by this this wave of new type of feminist that takes snowflake to the extreme, the histrionics, the crying, the carrying on, the sense of entitlement these women have that the government owes them something for some type of misjustice or miscarriage that they've suffered in life. You know, I, I said last week, you know, this makes me want to self-identify as an old white man because I don't want to be associated with these women anymore. <laughs> yeah, you have a point. It's it's true. Unfortunately, um, we more conservative women don't associate with these people and we don't identify with them at all because we live in a world of reality. And you mentioned that you come from the corporate world. I do, too. I was an HR director for 20 years, for God's sake. So you can imagine the stuff I had to deal with as well. Mm-hmm. Um, what is happening now with these uh, screaming memes, and I've called them the, uh, you know, the March of the Shrieking Uglies, because the hysteria has absolutely nothing to do with the women's movement and the original feminist movement, which frankly was only about op- equal opportunity for both sexes. That's mm-hmm. all the women wanted. They, well, of course, they wanted the, the right to vote, and they wanted to be able to be employed. And um, so today, you know, the left never gives up on a cause. And in fact, they usually take it over and turn it into something horrible, Mm -hmm. which is what the feminist movement has become. You're absolutely right. These shrieking snowflakes don't have a cause anymore. We have rights. We've we had Title Nine years ago. I mean, Mm -hmm. we've got we have equal pay. And don't let any feminist tell you we don't have equal pay. We women take more time off because we tend to be the caregivers and Mm -hmm. in our families. And it's a choice. I know women who don't and they make a boatload more money than men. 
Yes, it, exactly. You know, and that's one of the things that uh, getting back to Ivanka that I've been critical of is in her role as advisor is I don't feel like as we go into the midterms, I wanted to pick your brain a little bit about the appeal to the woman's vote, because I'm always concerned when when uh, the Republican Party or anybody in the administration seeks to win the, quote, women's vote by playing identity politics and by, by validating yeah. and in the course of that, by validating a false narrative to I, I, I don't there. There is no unequal pay going on. The pay difference is based upon choices. And we need to remind the American people that we are not a country that, that is based upon equal outcomes. It's equal opportunity and people need to accept individual freedom comes with individual responsibility. And so I'm disturbed anytime I hear that being propagated by anybody uh, as a part of uh, the Republican Party. The second thing is, is that I think that w- that what we should be looking from and learning from this Kavanaugh thing is there's the left is trying to push the narrative that the Republican Party has lost women. No, they're no. not at all with this Kavanaugh thing. This should remind and reinforce to the Republican Party that we are we are we think as women in the same way men do. It's, yeah. You know, the, 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 the justice system is gender neutral. And so all this identity politics crap has been rejected by women. Don't play into it. Stay focused on what this country is all about. Stay focused on lower taxes, all the all the lower regulations, all the different ways in which the Republican Party has improved our lives economically, and then what they're going to do to make us safer. Do you agree? I completely agree. Very, very well said. Um, and what's interesting about Ivanka is I actually think there's a bit of naivete there. And... Um, I agree with you. I I think it is ridiculous to try to just appeal to women and to parse out a segment of society for these policies when that has nothing to do with our lives, as you say. We have equal opportunity. We have equal pay. Uh, We have so many. I think we have more choices than men, frankly. Mm -hmm. We can decide if we want to be stay-at-home moms or if we want to go to work. I mean, men don't get to decide that. Right. So, I mean, you think about the, the places we are in our lives, it's never been better for women, which is why it makes me insane that you have these, frankly, very highly paid protesters who are shrieking in people's faces. I think they're just doing the Democrat Party a disservice, but I'm fine with it. Keep it up. Right, because that has motivated so many Americans, especially women. Mitch McConnell came out and said that he was kind of glad this happened because they couldn't figure out a way to rally the base. And I'm thinking, well, wait a second. (laughs) Uh, We're kind of still riled up over this Mueller investigation and over the fact that uh, illegal spying was uh, engaged in by the Democrat Party in order to interfere with an election and then to unseat a free and fairly elected President Trump. And we've got more information coming out to that. That was enough to rile us up. The Republican Party is not, they're not doing, they're, for him to say that made me think he was a little out of touch with the Republican Party. We are riled up and women, just as much as men, are riled up over the injustice that has gone on against Kavanaugh, the injustice against President Trump. We are uh, unified as a party against wanting the rule of law to be enforced. And that means that we want um, our justice system to be based on innocent until proven guilty. We also want the rule of law enforced with securing our borders, with not bringing refugees yep. here from terrorist-infested countries to, um, mm-hmm. right? It is all of yeah. uh, everything, as well as the fact that we want a, we want the same rule of law applied to elected officials as everyday citizens. If there is anybody in this government, oh like Hillary Clinton, yeah. who has committed crimes, we want them to be held to account. Exactly. Uh, boy, you just you just said a mouthful there. 
Um, you know, I think the problem with Republicans, and I would really like to see this problem corrected, is the political consultancy class. I am sick of those people. They are out of touch. They've been losing elections for decades, and I'm tired of people like Mitch McConnell hiring them. Frankly, they ought to talk to people like you and me, the gladiatrixes of this country, because we would guide them far better, and we wouldn't require all that money. Uh, A couple uh, before I wanted to touch base with you on the the Democrats' uh, Ten Commandments, but before we do, I I don't want to waste this time having you on. I want to pick up on the Mueller investigation uh, and the deep state because President Mm -hmm. Trump finally had a meeting with Rod Rosenstein today on Air Force One. Yes. And, you know, Rosenstein supposedly reportedly said, we know that he signed his name to the phony FISA warrants. We know that he should not Mm be... in overseeing an investigation with which he is a witness. He was reported yep. to have said that he wanted to help invoke the 25th Amendment, yet Trump came out and said, met with him today, and said that he doesn't have any plans to fire him. I think that that's strategic. I think that oh, he, yeah. Trump doesn't have any plans to fire anybody until right up until he plans to fire him and does it. What, I wanted to get your take exactly. on it. You, okay. I totally agree. And, and since both of us are from corporate America, we know that's how it's done. You yeah. never tip your hand. You, uh, you know, you're an at-will employer, and that's how it's done. And Trump is a very strategic man, um, and and he's not going to do anything to to cause any hysteria before this election until he does before the election, as you just said. From a strategy standpoint, um, what is the balancing act? Our friend Tom DeBacaro says. You know, now we need to shift and have it be positive on the benefits of tax reform and and, uh, easing of regulations and all the great things from economics. But I feel like we we can – and he says stay away from the negative. I think that we can walk and chew gum. I think that when we look at – that, you posted on your Facebook page the Ten Commandments of the Democrat Party. That was such – from American Thinker, that was such a great article because it really outlined when you look at who the Democrat Party is, which we saw on full display with Kavanaugh. We even see like Stephen Colbert's writer coming out and saying she's glad that Kavanaugh was destroyed. We need to make sure that the American people, if we do Pollyanna, let's just focus on the positive and we don't make people really aware or remind them constantly of the choice of really how dark and how uh, the Democrat Party is and their vision for this country as well as their playbook. I think we're making a huge mistake going into the midterms. I totally agree, and that's one of the reasons I posted that article, and it is a brilliant article. It's titled The Democratic Ten Commandments. It's on American Thinker from yesterday, and I think everybody should take a look at it because it's kind of like uh, Alinsky's Rules for Radicals just rewritten for modern day and how they do things. And I actually posted an article on Canada Free Press last week about how Dianne Feinstein actually adhered to many of Alinsky's Rules for Radicals in her handling of this uh, Christine Ford and the whole Kavanaugh situation. I mean, you know, it was just, you know, seek out a target and destroy, destroy, destroy. It was amazing. Um, but you're right. We cannot ever let up on these people. They treat us like the enemy and we need to acknowledge that. And so, yes, 
we, there are plenty of people out there talking about the wonderful things that are happening in the Trump administration. We will continue to focus on that, but we can't let up on what this evil other side is doing to our country. Absolutely not. They are. They have been working a long game uh, in terms of destroying the fabric of this country from a variety of different areas and angles. And, and the battlefront is a variety of different places, from our school districts to yes. the media to Hollywood and beyond. And, you know, I was a little – we need to – We need to work hard all day, every day, just like the left does. And we need to be as willing to fight just as hard as the left does. So when Mitch McConnell says, well, I think we need we don't need to really investigate what happened here. We need we've got other things, pieces of legislation coming down. No, we need to. um, Thank you, Mitch McConnell and Grassley and the rest for sticking in there with Kavanaugh. I'm not here to bash him, but I feel like we need to we need to let them know that we want them to fight. What would the Democrats be doing today, Katie? They would be investigating. They would be doing everything that they could to route out what the other side had done here. Feinstein was lawyering her up while Kavanaugh was going around with 65 meetings. She was working behind the scenes to lawyer this woman up. And then she shows up with these attorneys after a 10 day delay based upon lies. And, you know, and and it was, it's basically a, a similar coup attempt. That was going on here. And the American people have oh, a right. Right. The American people have a right to know everything that happened here. And we need to fight. And I also think that we need to work hard to make sure that we do increase our majority. And then we need to tell our Republican officials, what's with this bipartisan stuff? When is the left ever right. bipartisan with us, Katie? Well, that's the point. Every time somebody talks about reaching across the aisle, uh, it was never Harry Reid reaching across the aisle. It's always the expectation that it's Republicans that have to do all the compromising. And frankly, I'm sick of it. Because we get nothing for it. Yeah. And it's time to stop that. Yeah. It's like a compromise means that uh, we we give in and we give up our tax cuts. It means yeah. co- compromise. We are the party of constitutional principles. We, why, yeah, why would exactly. we ever compromise from that? Um, uh, you also, again, it's those, yeah. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, I was just going to say in the time we have left, we've got about 15 seconds left. Uh, you've got, uh, uh, you've got done a lot of work in terms of ballot initiatives going on in the state of California. Tell everybody where they can get information to learn because it's so important. It, we need to stay focused like the left does on every area of our government from every campaign, every race that's being run, as well as every ballot initiative. Correct. Exactly. Boy, do we ever. So, yeah, I did a quick synopsis of them. I post all of my articles, regardless of where I publish them, on my own website, which is sacramentocitizen.wordpress.com, or you can Google my name, Katie Grimes, and it's K-A-T-Y-G-R-I-M-E-S. I've got all the ballot initiatives on there, and they're my recommendations, but I link to Ballotpedia, and I link to Howard Jarvis, and I link to other things, so people can do their own research if they don't by what I'm telling them. Katie Grimes, thank you so much for being here. Uh, Gladiatrix. Gladiatrix extraordinaire. All right, girl. Thank you so much. All right. Now, stay tuned. we got more uh, topics coming up at y'all. We've got a follow-up. Did you guys hear about the the homophobe known as Caitlin Collins from CNN? we got to talk about that story. We've got more coming up. And I also want to hear from you guys. 888-344-1170. I'm curious as to what's on your guys' mind going forward and going into the midterms. What are your thoughts today? 888-344-1170. Don't go anywhere. More Andrea K. Show coming up. Are you not entertained? Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K. Show and like her Facebook page at Andrea K. Kay, spelled K-A-Y-E. 
Statistics have shown that at some point you will die. In fact, I could die during this commercial. Now that I have your attention, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hatley of the Hatley Law Group. Because life happens, it makes sense to have an estate plan in place much the same way you probably have life insurance to provide for your family. An estate plan is a set of instructions for how you want your assets to be passed on in a way that works for you and your loved ones. For a free consultation, give me a call at 858-792-3444, 858-792-3444. I can't wait to help protect your family's legacy. The goal of your small business is to make money. So why do you give so much of it to the IRS? The small business tax specialists at AV Arias offer proven, proactive, performance-driven strategies so you keep more of your hard-earned money and give less to the IRS. Call Al Arias at AV Arias Company, your small business tax specialists. 619-296-2123. 619-296-2123. Online at avariasco.com. FM 96.1 North County, AM 1170 San Diego. The answer. This is Hugh Hewitt for townhall.com. The national scalding of the confirmation proceedings around Judge Brett Kavanaugh has changed the election calculus for many. We already knew, Democrats told us, that if they took back the House, they'd move to impeach President Trump. Now we know, courtesy of ranking Democrat on the House Judiciary Committee, New York City's Jerry Nadler, that he intends to hold hearings going after Brett Kavanaugh if he gets the gavel. Democrats seeking revenge for 2016, still unthinkable to them, defeat of Hillary Clinton, are not hiding their agenda. Vote for a Democrat, any Democrat. You are imperiling the magnificent economic boom, the rearmament of America, and the restocking of the federal judiciary with judges who are not political actors. A vote for any Democrat for any House seat is a vote for Nancy Pelosi. It is that simple. I'm Hugh Hewitt. The Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Impacting policy decisions today. Preparing public leaders for tomorrow. I guess that sound can only mean that Halloween is right around the corner. And while Charlie is out looking for this year's costume, the boys have some spooktacular savings on all of your favorite cigars and pipe tobacco. And if you need any accessories, Liberty Tobacco is the place to get those too. There have been some great turnouts to watch the college and pro football games in store on game days. So next time you finish the yard work early, swing by one of Liberty Tobacco's two locations and pick up your favorite stick or ask for a recommendation. The whole team at Liberty Tobacco can help you make the right choice then stick around and watch the games on one of liberty tobacco's big screen tvs remember liberty tobacco has been around since 1975 and has two convenient locations they're at 7341 claremont mesa boulevard next to ethan allen furniture and in the flower hill mall off of via della valle in del mar stop by and pick up a couple of sticks for this weekend and tell your significant other that andrea said it was okay message and data rates may apply guys got hair loss i know what you're thinking should i shave my head comb it over wear a hat just stop this isn't 1970 keep your hair and your confidence because bosley america's number one hair restoration expert can give you your real hair back permanently check them out today because they're giving away an absolutely free information kit and a free gift card to everyone who texts Star 11 to 85850. Dude, you don't have to look like your dad because this isn't your dad's hair loss treatment. People all over the country trust Bosley because they're ahead of the curve. They use the latest technology to give you your real hair 
back. And the best part, Bosley's permanent solution is protected by the Bosley Guarantee. Let them show you for free how awesome your hair could look with an absolutely free information kit and a gift card for $250 off. Text STAR11 to 85850. Ask about the Bosley Guarantee. S-T-A-R-1-1 to 85850. FM 96.1, AM 1170. The Answer. A.K., Dynamite and Address, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, she's on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to the Andrea K. Show. Glad to have you all here with me. 888-344-1170. If you would like to chime in on the show. I got oh, I got a huge story for y'all. Let's see. Huge story. Oh, my gosh. One of the greatest political minds of our time, Taylor Swift, has decided to come out and decide who she's going to endorse in the Democrat. <laughs> I can't even get through it with a straight face. I mean, come on. And, and, and I'm laughing because not just the fact that she, somehow that's supposed to like matter to people and to voters, but the, like this story has been given a lot of like debate time. Like people are actually given the, are you kidding me? She can't even sing. See, now that's, that's the time when Kanye should have grabbed the mic out of her hand. <laughs> exactly. Oh, that reminds me. Um, I, I, Scott Kelly. Do you know who Scott Kelly is? All right. Commander Kelly. Does, does that ring any bells? No, he's as important to you as Taylor Swift, evidently. Commander Kelly is the husband of Gabrielle Giffords, who was shot in uh, Tucson, I think it was. Um, I'm old enough to remember when that was blamed on the Republicans because uh, Sarah Palin, particularly, she had a map that had districts on it with bullseyes. And so because she had a district map, voting district map with bullseyes on it, she was blamed for him being – for Gabrielle Giffords being shot. So anyway, that's who Commander Kelly is. Well, he tweets out today, I apologize for quoting Winston Churchill. I I promise that I will research his crimes and his racism, and I promise to do better. And I thought, dude, I mean – are you kidding me? I mean, uh, the, uh, I'm, I'm sitting there thinking, wait a second. If this guy clearly does not have any inner Winston Churchill in him, or he would have had the courage to push back against anybody, any of the bullies trying to silence him instead of caving. He not only has no Churchill in him, he's got no Kanye in him. Because Kanye doesn't tell anybody, let anybody tell him how to think. I mean, it, it was it was actually sad to me to see that this man, who was so fearless that he would go up in a rocket ship up into space. I mean, how long did that man stay at the International Space Station? But he's going to cave at a few people telling him that, that he shouldn't, quote, say anything positive about Churchill? That's ridiculous. But that is how much uh, ground the left has gained in terms of controlling people in this country. That this man, I disagree with him on politics, but you got to give it to him that he's fearless. That's just insane to me. Well, it's the whole left rewriting history type thing. Well, yeah, that's a part you of it as well. People that they don't like. Your school can't be named after something you don't like. We can't have statues. We're going to rename schools. We're going to take down the statues. You can't quote those people. Well, yeah. Well, Churchill. Well, and also it's Churchill is being Kavanaugh. 
because it doesn't matter what, what Churchill's record was. They decide he's something that they don't like. And so now in, in uh, postmortem, Churchill is being completely having his reputation being completely destroyed. This is a man who stood up for freedom in this country and helped helped destroy Nazism, helped to defeat Nazism. And this and Commander Kelly's not allowed to quote him. That that's that's insane. That's absolutely insane. And we need to push back against that. And I'm a little concerned when I see Republicans kind of joining in in that tactics. And I've kind of been on the receiving end of that a little bit myself to where it's like, oh, well, how dare you say this? You know, we need to we need to make sure that our First Amendment rights, if they that is oppression in its worst form, the bullying and attempt to to oppress people by trying to silence them. And we should not ever let that stand. Well, for 80 years, you know, Churchill had this historic you know it was a it was a hero and and people quote him and then overnight you know or yeah. in a week or so they can change everything that you know we know about the man you're absolutely right it's a it's a multi-prong as i was saying to katie grimes there was a multi-prong approach out there a variety of different ways in which the cultural marxists are trying to destroy our country uh you know churchill one of the reasons why they're going after churchill is because he was such an ally to the united states anything related to positive american history anything related to the good of america anything related to um american history that isn't exactly how the left sees it has to be destroyed and that's a part of what they're doing to try to rewrite history. And again, it ties into what we talk about with Bob, Bob Walters so much on the show. And you really need to get his book, Facing Reality in American Education. You can get it on Amazon. Rush has started to talk more about how ultimately the problems we've got right now are due to the education system. And as I spoke to the Republican Party last week, you know, I said, you know, really, we need we, we tend to Republican Party and myself included. We tend to focus on the big races, congressional races, Republican races. And over time, we let the left take over our school district and you control the message and you control minds. And it's like Kanye said, you know, they, they've taken control of our minds. And, you know, um, you know, Commander Kelly, you need to you need to start following Kanye or yay, as he calls himself now. Forget Taylor Swift. Stop following Taylor Swift, Commander Kelly. Start following Yay and get yourself some courage, man. Now, he is also, I will say that he's the commander. He's got a twin brother, and he lost an inch when he was up at the International Space Station. I don't know if you know that story. He also lost his courage, and maybe they can retrieve it for him. Um, shifting gears over to the media, do you know who Caitlin Collins is? Uh, I say Caitlin. A lot of people might be thinking um, the person formerly known as Bruce Jenner. No, this is a different Caitlin. And this Caitlin Collins is a reporter at CNN, and uh, somebody did some digging of her tweets, and I guess back in 2011 when she was in college, she used the F word on uh, gay men, which, you know, is, is you're not allowed to use that. It's considered a pejorative and a gross word. And then she also went on to say in a tweet that she wasn't sure if she wanted to live with a lesbian. Well, this was uncovered about her. She... Um, still has her job at CNN. Her defense was that it was, I apologize for using ignorant language, she says. Well, how was that an apology? Basically, what she's saying is I was young and stupid. No. If that was a Republican, what would be happening to her? If that was, if that was a reporter at Fox News, what would be happening to her? She would be called a homophobic. She'd be run out of this country and she would never work in media again. Instead, CNN, I guess, hasn't even, hasn't even made a statement about it. And if we're supposed to believe that in 2011 she didn't know that that word against gay men 
was considered the grossest of slurs? I mean, let's say she, I, I, I mean, let's go along with her excuse here. Why would CNN have somebody that was that out of touch with what's going on in this country being involved in any way in re- reportage? That's ridiculous. No, this is the same double standard crap. She's probably going to get away with it, just like Joy Reid did on MSNBC, who also her former blog posts were rife with homophobic and all kinds of negative, nasty stuff. And Joy Reid said she was hacked. I mean, that's probably the next excuse that this Caitlin Collins is going to come up with. But it's absolutely despicable. It's despicable how the how the the double standard and the hypocrisy that's going on in media, and it's still it, it's some. Uh, I was on Newsmax today, and I was asked if she could be should be fired, and I said, "Yeah." My counterpart on the show said, "Well, I'm at the same media outlet that she used to be, and I don't want to call for anybody to be fired." You know what? No, I I am because how else if we can if talk about fighting at the beginning of the show? I said we got to fight, and we need to fight as hard as the left. Well, you know what? If a Republican would be fired for saying that, then I think that she should be fired. Why are we going to take this high road stuff? Why are we, how are we winning by taking the high road here? By allowing double standards and hypocrisy to remain. I don't get it. What do you guys think? I mean, I, I, should she be fired? Oh, I forgot at the outset of the show to happy, wish everybody a happy Indigenous People Day. I don't... It, are you, do you know that you're, if you're indigenous people, DJ Carrot Sticks? Of some place, I'm sure. Yeah. Well, um, it's interesting. Got Celtic blood in me. <laughs> um, this, I mean, when you think about the left's obsession with identity politics, and it's led them to everybody taking this ancestry test, there's a variety of different means to do it. And then you see all these people and they run all these ads to where every person they post is 2% this, 3% that. I mean, nobody's like a majority of anything. Why are we even still even having this discussion about these people or that people? Particularly given the fact that Focahontas gets to go around and say that she's, you know, Native American. I mean, it's like, it's, it's silly. And now you told me before we came in that Columbus isn't even allowed to be Columbus Day anymore. Yeah, in the city of Columbus, Ohio, uh-huh. they do not celebrate Columbus Day. Okay, so what do they celebrate? Boise Day? I mean, they're Columbus, Ohio. I don't know. I mean, how long is it before they change? have to change the name of the city? Hmm, I don't know. The, the Mayflower Moving Company, they'll have to change the name <laughs> of that company. Yeah, it's it's just insane. Uh, yeah, I mean, and, and it's a part of one of the reasons why it's, the, it was changed to in, hap, indigenous Day versus Columbus Days, as you talked about earlier, the rewriting of history, the attack of anything that has to do with pro-America. America's bad. America's evil. Anything related to America's evil. And that way they can churn out people that think that way. So they're, they're, they're willing to uh, go along with transforming America down the road towards Venezuela because they've been taught that America's evil and bad. They've been taught that... Uh, as victims of evil, bad America, they're entitled to something, and they don't really have any understanding. They're not taught economics, so it sounds really good to be told that they should get free this, free that, and you know, it, it just you know makes them, and it makes so many people feel good. I guess um, the the alleged singer John Mayer, who knows when the last time this guy put out an album, he's on the level of Taylor Swift, has come out with some new man contract. I don't know what he's trying to get you to agree to, DJ Carrot Sticks, but it sounds like it's something that you like you studied in male toxicity class. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, the final segment of the Monday's Andrea K Show, 888-344-1170, if you got anything on your mind.
Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K, spelled K A Y E. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walters' book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are, for students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Buy your copy or register for our next conference at bobwalters.net. You don't know what you don't know. Your assets don't have to be paid off to need an estate plan. Andrea Kay here. Recently recognized top San Diego attorney Rod Hatley is honest, fair, caring, and has helped so many of my friends. It's in Rod's heart to help others avoid what he experienced firsthand, a costly, devastating seven-year probate after his father's death. Don't let your assets, paid off or not, go to probate. For your free consultation, contact Rod through his website, HatleyLawGroup.com. That's H-A-T-L-E-Y LawGroup.com. HatleyLawGroup.com. FM 96.1 North County, AM 1170 San Diego. The answer. Taxpayer advocates across California oppose Prop 10. John Kupal is president of the Howard Jarvis Taxpayers Association. Prop 10 could create more than 500 rental boards full of unelected bureaucrats and allow them to impose government fees on all housing. Plus, control how much homeowners can charge to rent out their own home or even a single room. Robert Gutierrez from California Taxpayers Association. Prop 10 could cost state and local governments hundreds of millions of dollars. If this flawed plan gets challenged in court, Prop 10 puts taxpayers on the hook to defend it. Protect your wallet. Vote no on Prop 10. Check the facts at Prop10Flaws.com. Paid for by No on Prop 10, a flawed initiative that will make the housing crisis worse. A coalition of housing advocates, renters, large and small businesses, taxpayer groups, and veterans. Committee major funding from Michael K. Hayde, including Western National Group and affiliated entities. Ten years in the research and writing, Presidents of War, by renowned historian Michael Beschloss, is a riveting, intimate look at the presidents who waged our wars. Presidents of War brings us into the room with America's leaders as they make the most difficult decision that faces any president, whether to send American men and women into combat. Presidents of War, by Michael Beschloss, is on sale now wherever books are sold. FM 96.1 AM 1170 The Answer AK, Dynamite and Address, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, don't call her fake news. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to the Andrea K Show. Always keeping it real. Isn't that what the home kids say? We real here. How do they say, DJ K? Keep it real in the field, aight? Aight, Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how my man Ye would say it. Um, by the way, got to give a shout out to everybody. Thoughts and prayers with anybody down in the panhandle. I think uh, our friend Donna is uh, coming at us. She's tunes in every night on the show. She's at, in Pensacola thinking about you, Donna, and everybody down there. I spent a lot of my childhood down there on the Redneck Riviera, as we call it, in the panhandle. I was uh, became, got certified as a scuba diver in Panama City Beach, and that's where I did a lot of spring breaks and spent a lot of time in Fort Walton Beach and Destin, and I love it down there. And uh, hopefully everybody's going to stay safe, and this thing will not turn into a massive storm 
uh, thinking about you guys. Um, also, want to make sure you guys know that we have a major event. Katie Grimes talked about ballot initiatives earlier on the show. Prop 6 is the gas tax repeal. We must repeal this gas tax. Thank you so much to local uh, radio host Carl DeMaio for his efforts in that. We actually have a joint event coming up on Thursday, October 25th. We're going to be doing the Andrea K. Show, and Carl's going to be doing his show from the Valero gas station uh, down in Chula Vista. From 3 to 7 p.m., this is how long the event's going to go on. Gas is going to be $1.99 a gallon. So DJ Carrot Sticks, I'm going to need you to push my car down there with, with an empty tank, okay, so I can fill her up. Bring some of those red uh, gas tank things, jokes. <laughs> um, information is on our website, theanswersandiego.com. If you're in San Diego, we would love to have everybody come out. Let's do grassroots. Let's rally. Let's do like the left, you know. Let's put some. Let's let's motivate, activate, uh, energize. Let's get out there. We need to repeal this. This has been repeal uh, proposition. Prop 6, repeal the gas tax. This has been a grassroots effort, and it's really important that we take that back. You know, um, the gas tax was voted in by Republicans here in California as well as Democrats. And it's a, it's a, this is a very – the tax hike put a lot of hurt on the working man and woman in San Diego. Do you think it's confusing at all that it's yes on 6? I think it is a little bit um, because it's yes on six to repeal the gas tax. Um, But I think that people pretty much, thanks to Carl DeMaio and all of his volunteers, one of which I met, I met his volunteer of the month at the Republican Women's Group, the Coronado Republican Women Federated I spoke at last week, um, Karen Daigle. And so it was nice to meet her. So I I think people pretty much understand uh, what it's about. And it's about putting more money back in our pockets. And it's about sending a message, too, to these legislators about what the, that the American people, the California voter, is paying attention. Um, I want to get back to Kavanaugh a little bit uh, before we wrap up the show. I only have a couple minutes left. And, and, and it's because it just goes to show, this final story, just goes to show how phony and hypocritical and the lies going on on the left in terms of the left being the party of women and the Republican Party being the party that hates women and Kavanaugh being an anti-woman person. I know that you guys, you conservatives out there, know that uh, not only was Kavanaugh confirmed today, many of you know that he uh, did another first. He is the first uh, newly appointed Supreme Court justice to pick an all-female clerk staff. On top of that, one of which was an African-American. And that means that by him him choosing an African-American on his uh, newly, his uh, number of clerks, I can't remember what it's called, the group of clerks, uh, that means that he is tied with the supposed OG, the RBG herself, that's supposed to be some champion of women. Um, he's tied with her for that. Because since she's been a Supreme Court justice since 1993, do you, not, you know how many African-Americans she's put on her staff? One. One. In fact, did you guys know that back when she was in the confirmation process in 1993, she was busted for the fact that, that, that her hiring practices over decades had been quite anti-African-American. Yeah. In fact, it raised uh, laughter in the halls of her confirmation process. Orrin Hatch asked Ginsburg, and I'm reading here from an article, if the court might reasonably conclude that a small business in a majority black city that hired 57 white employees and zero black employees over a period of years was discriminatory. Ginsburg dodged before Hatch pointed out that that was her own record of clerkship hiring for 13 years in the U.S. Court of Appeals in the D.C. Circuit. 
I will try harder, she says, and if you confirm me for this job, my attractiveness to black candidates is going to improve. Since then, how many? One. That's the truth about Ms. RBG. Did you guys also know that she's on record for having saying that, that, um, that abortion is good for, pe- for poor people because poor people really should have abortions instead of having children? Yeah. Did you guys also know that this is the same Supreme Court justice that said that she really thought that Roe v. Wade was about making sure that certain aspects of our culture, certain parts of our, our, of our population really didn't need to expand? Yeah. That's the famous RBG. Many people said that Kavanaugh was too partisan when he punched back against the partisans who punched him in the face and called him out for their partisanship. Did you guys also know that Ginsburg has says quite a few nasty things about President Trump? Yeah. You all know the truth. We're gonna, but we're going to keep telling it every night here at 6 o'clock anyway. Thanks to my amazing guest, Katie Grimes. What is she? Gladiatrix. Uh, Gladiatrix. And DJ Carrot Sticks. Love you all. Have a great night. Till tomorrow.